Welcome to Wednesday Evening Chapel. I tell you that this is as cold as it gets, but I don't know for sure. But it's as cold as it's been for a while since I've been here. I'm glad you're here. This is the second in our Christmas chapels. Our focus is on the Christ. And we have four different aspects of his ministry to us that we want to focus on. The hope of Jesus we looked at last night. We're going to focus on the peace of Jesus tonight. Uh, next week we'll take a look at the joy of Jesus and then the love of Jesus. As evidenced in everything that he has been and will be for us. Most of you probably in the churches where you worship have seen an Advent candle. A variety of ways to approach Advent we are approaching it this way. We have lit, we lit the uh, hope candle last night, and this is the candle of peace, an indication. An indication not only that the Christ of peace came once, but that he'll come again. Amen? Absolutely. If he'd only come once, the story would be incomplete, but he promises that, we'll, that he'll come again. And so we're going to use scripture and Christmas carols to remind us of the peace that he brings, the peace that he offers, not only to us, but to those who don't know him yet. We're going to start with a prayer. Again, it should be on the screen behind me. Would you, would you just sit there? You're just fine. And let's pray this prayer together. O promised Christ, we are a world at war. Our peace demands on your coming. We are a broken people. Our healing depends on your coming. We are full of good intentions, but weak at keeping promises. Our only hope of doing God's will is that you should come and help us do it. Lord Christ, word made flesh, our world waits for your peace, for your healing, and for your grace. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. Amen. Turn, turn with me, if you would, to the Old Testament, to the book of Micah, the fifth chapter. And follow along as I read verses 1 through 5. And the Lord's word says, Marshal your troops, O city of troops, for siege is laid against us. They will strike Israel's ruler on the cheek with a rod. But you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel whose origins are from old, from ancient times. Therefore Israel will be abandoned until the time when she, is, who, she who is in labor gives birth and the rest of his brothers return to join the Israelites. He will stand and shepherd his flocks in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they will live securely, for then his greatness will reach to the ends of the earth, and he will be their peace. When the Assyrian invades our land and marches through our fortresses, we will raise against him seven shepherds and even eight leaders of men. 
This is the Lord, word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Sometime during the middle of the Civil War, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow was in Washington, D.C., and got word that his son had been killed in battle. It was about Christmas time. And all of a sudden, he heard the bells on Christmas Day. And the, and the bells said something to him about his son's death and about God's presence in the middle of that crisis. So I want us to sing about it and be reminded of what he discovered. I'd like for you to take your Bibles again, please. And this time in the Old Testament, please turn to Isaiah 40. We'll be reading verses 1 through 5. Comfort, comfort, my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed, that her sin has been paid for, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice of one calling, In the desert prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the wilderness a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill made low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged places a plain. And the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all mankind together will see it. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. This is the word of the Lord. The Apostle Paul wrote to the church at Philippi, The Lord is near. Have no anxiety. But in everything, make known to God in prayer with thanksgiving. And the peace of God, which is beyond all understanding, will keep guard over our hearts and our thoughts in Christ Jesus. When you came the first time, Jesus, we desperately needed the peace that you brought. And we look forward to the time when you'll come again and for the peace that you'll bring. But we're in between times. And so we pray for you to speak peace to us in new ways. We pray that you would speak peace to the places in our hearts where there are reservations. We pray that you would speak peace to the places in our lives where there are broken relationships. We pray that you would speak your peace into the places in our lives where our resolve is weak, a resolution weary.
your coming the first time said to us that your peace is possible. The promise of your coming again says to us that your peace is possible. But we need your grace to embrace both the past and the future and the promise they hold. And we pray it not just for ourselves, but we pray it for our world. Our world here on campus, our world at our, in our homes, our world in our neighborhood, and the world of our globe. We need your peace. We need your peace. And so we accept what you offer to us. We embrace the promise. We embrace the potential. We embrace the reality. The peace of God that passes all understanding. May it rule in our minds and in our hearts, we pray. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Please turn with me to the book of Matthew, the first chapter. We will read from verses 18 to 25. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to, divor to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins." All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And when Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her, until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. So may the Christ who has come and the Christ who is coming give you his peace by his presence with us now. We're dismissed.